what you've got to remember is you, if you're not dealing with them little moments all the way up to your life, how do you expect your life, your mind to support you? Think of this. We've got 24 hours in the day. That one hour you're relying on yourself to do well. And you spend 23 hours going, I'm a fucking dickhead, mate. I'm fucking shit. Oh, fucking, I'm a fat bastard. Blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other. But people do. Self-talk. Yeah. People walk down their own, fucking stupid, me. I'm fucking stupid. Like you say to a woman, oh, I like your hair. Oh, it's a fucking mess. Oh, I must be a liar then. I'm blind. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of, instead the of negative ex- affirmations, but we don't realise we're doing it. It's subconsciously and it's bang, 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 knee, bang. Knee jerk. Yeah, yeah. I say thank you to everything. Yeah. Say thank you to everything. But that's awareness thing because you're aware of it. So yeah. now you're like, bang, bang, you'll take it all. But when, when, for the likes of myself or maybe someone watching this who's unaware of it, yeah. you go, oh, no, no, I'm not. Or what, where you're like, yeah, no, thank you for that. I Even, appreciate it. it. Uh, and and, and I'm, how gratifying is that? Yeah, it feels good. See, I'm, I'm blessed to be on this. Genuinely I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have you, Vin. Thank you, and I appreciate it. two-way street. It is indeed. So, it's not Sesame Street. But, it, <laughs> but the thing is, you see, the, I think of the think of the, the emotional connection or the, or the feeling of those. Oh, you did brilliant! You did brilliant today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I like saying I appreciate you yeah. instead of it. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah, because nice. then it's I appreciate you saying that. So I am very grateful. Vin. I'm very. I've got gratitude for, for for everything in my life, and sometimes we need to stand back a little bit and 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 just go yeah. Because as well, when you're driven. And you, you, it's always the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. But it's nice to just step back sometimes and go, I'm grateful for everything we've got or everything <laughs> we've done or where we are. That reminds me of being, I got my friend, Phil, um, Phil Wetton, who I love dearly. He paid for me to go to Thailand, a client of mine. We went, we went, he paid for business class, which is very expensive, but Phil paid for it. Thanks, Phil. And, uh, twice, Phil. actually. I know, yeah, Phil, take, take us again, Phil. Yeah, let's go. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can you come? <laughs> so what happened was, we was on that and... And there were so many people that were massively rude and ungrateful. And you're like, don't you see what you're doing? Mm. You're on a plane and you can lie down and you've got champagne and fork it, a knife and fork. <laughs> and you're like, and you're moaning about it. It's really? Oh, really? We forget. We forget sometimes. We forget we let life take us away and stuff like that. But going back to what you said about fighting... You have to, if you're not on your own side, how do you expect your mind to support you when you're getting punched in the face by somebody else or someone's threatening to punch you in the face? Mm. Your mind's not going to be congruent, which means connected, harmonious. Do you know big thing for me? <clears throat> that like I say, I'm reinforcing in my own mind that, that helps me on probably every single aspect of my life. It's just being a person of my own word and not even to anybody else, to myself. So, like, if I say I'm going to do anything, fast, not eat chocolate, you know, go to the gym, finish the sets off, you know, get up in the morning, meditate, and anything, absolutely anything. If I say it in my own mind... You've got to do it. Because I didn't touch on the success cycle before. I'll come back to that from the Tony Robbins, but <clears throat> it's the exact same thing. So, like, if I start to whack out all these things and I'm, I'm, you know, doing these things that I'm saying and that sort of builds up momentum and it builds, like, it reinforces my mind as where it can happen the opposite way. Yeah, if, you all say, if you all say you're going to get up in the morning <clears throat> and you're like, this is it, tomorrow's the day, I'm getting up out of bed, I'm going to go to the gym, the alarm goes off, bump, snooze, roll over, but then that just becomes a habit. But then, like, that can roll over into all parts of your life 
because you've you know you, you've you've caved in, and then it comes to making better food choices. It comes to make something with a bit you know business anything because like this has sort of become part of your character now. Where like you're not following through, you're almost like lying to yourself. It just becomes easier to make the decision to be like, nah, that's not me. I'll, I'll start tomorrow. Or I'll do it like later. I said, I'm getting up soon. I want to do it. Yeah. Do Trust it. me, it eats, it eats away at me. Of course, yeah. With me. Yeah. First time you got your hand raised as well, what did that feel like? Have? Oh, that was... There's no better oh, feeling, Oh, no better there? feeling. That We've was hard, And you know what I think? Um, my, se- my second fight was only in, you know, the glass house in Stanley Park. It was in there, so like I had my mates there and stuff, and I had my family. And yeah, when, when my second fight, I won that one. And oh, it was boss. That was a good feeling, that. Yeah. And I was like, this is what, this is what I want. I want to be getting my hand lifted more. Does not something that can prepare you for walking to the ring is that I try and walk us through that feeling from the changing room to the ring. It's mad, isn't yeah, it? It's, um, it's it intense, is mad. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think you just gotta. I just put myself in the zone. No one's in that room, are you? No. You're I, just walking and it's just, just like a blur, isn't I it? I just block everything out and I'm just focusing. I'm just all I'm thinking is I'm gonna bother you. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. That is all I'm thinking. I'm thinking Don't take your eyes off them. You're, you're getting battered this girl, I'm gonna bother you. That's yeah. all I wanna think. I'm thinking how am I gonna do it? Like, what am I gonna do? I've got to think about my tactics as well, haven't I? But, yeah, that's, all, that's, that all, that, that's, that's all I'm thinking. I'm just thinking I'm gonna pass it. It is too. Okay. So, have you ever felt like quitting? Have you ever felt like swerving it? Yeah, I've always felt like it. Boxing. I always feel like it. A lot. Yeah. Really, like making weight and stuff like everyone's experience and life like all your mates are traveling eating what they want living how they want to live you know what i mean and i want to do it i want to do all that i want to go and travel the world mm. i want to be making money things like that but it's just like like you say you just keep going back to it and then it's you when can't. you say you want to do that and you want to be a boxer, then that's when the question comes, how bad you want it? What do you want more? I remember, so going back to when I was a kid in school, I remember this um, this motivational speaker came in once, I think I was like 15, 16, and um, he played the Eric Thomas video. Joe went, he's talking about the fella on the beach. No. So, so it's, it's a great video, lad. So... The video is called How Bad Do You Want It? And he basically tells a story about this mentor, this fella who meets a mentor on the beach. And the mentor walks out into the water and he's telling the fella, come on, come out and meet me in the water. And he's like, I've come here to be successful, to learn how to be successful. I don't want to go swimming. And he's like, come on, come out, come meet me. And he gets to the fella and the mentor grabs him dunks his head under the water and keeps him underwater. He's like that clawing and strangling to get away. And he lets him up. And he goes, how bad do you want to breed right now? And he was like, oh, more than, any, more than anything. And he's like, well, when you want to be successful, as bad as you want to breed, then you'll be successful. Wow. And I seen that when I was 15, 16, and I remember it like... It's tough I, with you. 
you know when people talk about self-awareness and something just goes yeah like I was like wow that probably resonated with me yeah it, yeah, it resonated yeah. with me I was like wow like what does that mean if I watch that now compared to when I watched it when I was 15 16 I'd probably take something completely different from, from it. it but at that time you you, you you understood you've got to really 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 want it yeah and then you're asking yourself how bad do I want it yeah how old were you when you first went on the X Factor, the yeah. first time around. 17, lads. You looked young as well man. for 17, didn't you? It was 2007, weren't it? Yeah, but lads, yeah, 17. And walk um, me through, the, the, walk me through that experience at the very first audition and like as clearly as you can, like the whole, the whole fucking shit back. You know what, lads? I was in Hubert College then, lads, doing performing arts and, um, you know, that was on Stanley Road by ours. And we get EMA then. Yeah, building up to it. Yeah, yeah. Building up to the X Factor. I didn't put myself forward for it. Don't get me wrong. I was like, yeah, sounds, I'll have a go with it. And there was a Greek dance teacher called Alex. And she was a badass lad. She teaches how to dance in Hubert. Now, look, I can't dance. But I'd have a go in there, lads. And we'd have a laugh. We used to get whiffed. And it'd be our last lesson on a Friday, lads. Yeah. And there was three boys in our in our college, lads, and the rest were girls, or from all you know ages. Yeah. And you know, we get AMA and we go over to Stanley Road, score and come back over the last lesson, and lads, we'd be, up to, you know, on different different types of stuff, lad, like drink, eh, you know, Charlie weed, <laughs> like there was a big dance studio just mirrors. Like we'd just be all off our heads, like dancing <laughs> to grease, foot loose, all that, lads. But it was sick. Boss, and so, first time when I went on X Factor, though, the day with the times, you know, in the summer, I had to audition for it. I went down to Manchester, done a producing audition, sang Beyond the Sea. They said, Yeah, it's great. You know, come back, done, done the judges thing, yo. And I was, I was nervous, lad. Was you nervous with that? Yeah, but I didn't take it proper serious, you know, I went down dressed that as I was, you know. You were shadow boxing in the hallway and that way, you know. Yeah, but they, boxed, they, you know, they, I they, loved all that. No, they, when I seen that, lad, I can remember that at like, the time. What's he doing, man? No, lad, I loved it, though, because I think, I don't know how many people feel the same way as me about this, but I could resonate with you, lad. That's why I like it. the energy in that. You were just real, lad. Like you, you, when you watched at that time, talent shows were big, and like the, the the internet weren't what it was now and stuff like that. So, like, I don't care who you are, you'd be watching that type of shit, lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. you know, pop idol, fucking X Factor, all that back then, lad. Like the weren't the internet weren't the same as what it was now. So that'd be like you'd watch that on a Saturday night or whatever. Yeah, and I remember man. like you'd see people coming on, and the them people they were just like people on the telly. They weren't real. They were real contestants. But to me, I had nothing in common with them. But then when I seen a young lad coming on, similar age to what I was at the time, who was a scouser and that, and mm. like you were just real. I loved that. I love that yeah, about you. So Thank you, man. I lads, I, I I was acting like a fool on there though, lads, because they were saying, start punching to the camera and you know what I mean? <laughs> saying, I'm Anthony Russell and I'm gonna win this. And they were like, Why you called Taito? And I was like Because <laughs> I'm tight with me sweets. <laughs> I just it's in school. Up. It was like about maybe 18 months ago. And uh, in my meditation, my mind told me can you just read some fiction? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was like, so I, I was thinking about it and then it was like, 
I used to really love reading fiction books. That's that's what I used to be into. But since 2012, it's always been self-development books over and over. Joe Dispenza, David Goggins, Jordan Peterson, you name it. Peterson's and a bad man. Peterson is unbelievable, mate. He's unbelievable. Well, he's about understanding what the, the internal process is. So he, he, a lot of his work is based on the ideas of Carl Jung. You yeah. know, so that's all about the connecting with the inside and... You know, his, uh, his, his teachings about becoming a monster. Like, obviously, we understand that's about integrating your aggression. Mm. You know, so toxic aggression is when it's suppressed or it's, you know, it's rage or it's passive aggression. Well, that's not healthy. But if you integrate your aggression, it becomes assertiveness. So that means you can push forward in your life, but it also means you're not going to be a doormat. Because it's obviously, it's important to be nice to people. But... If you're too nice, you will get taken advantage of. So you've got to find a sweet, sweet point where it's like, okay, I'm going to be nice. However, if people take the piss, I'm not just going to fucking roll over. I'm not, you're not, you don't be a doormat. Do you believe we've been installed with, it's just something that's hit me now. Like I've never really ever went this way with me, man, but yeah. why not? Negative emotions and positive emotions or what we class to be negative and positive. Yeah. So like, Happiness, joy, sadness, anger. Do you think we've been we've been installed with these negative emotions because they're not just we see them as bad. Yes. But what you're saying, what you're teaching me now is these aren't all bad emotions. No, they're not bad. They're not we've bad. just got to know how to use okay. them. What's fear, them. What's fear trying to do? It's trying to keep you safe. Mm. What's guilt trying to do? It's letting you know when you missed the mark. What's shame trying to teach you? It's teaching you when you've let the group down. Resentment teaches what you don't like. It's when these uh, emotions become suppressed and they build up that they become really toxic. But you need little bits of each. You need bits of fear. You need to feel regret sometimes. Well, you wouldn't you hit the mark, yeah. I you know wouldn't hit the mark. Yeah. And then we need duality because how would you know what's good if you don't know what's bad? When you say duality, Kev, you're educating me. Do you yeah. mean good and bad? A duality is many different things. It's dark and light. Mm. It's left and right. It's up and down. It's infinite and finite. Yeah, there's two of yeah. for, for what? Yeah. For, for up, there's down. Yes, there's always, there's always opposites. opposites. Yeah. Even when you create love in your, say, like in your life with your family, watch what happens when you're angry with one of your kids. In that moment, you could kill that little bastard. <laughs> yeah. So, but the, what that is, that's showing that the opposites. That's because in that moment, you went into your shadow. You know, and then it's 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 a different thing, but we need these this, these polarity to give each other meaning. You know, yeah, yeah, because otherwise it means nothing. If imagine everything was just good all the time, how would you know? Yeah, you'd never know bad. Yeah, and, but, know. I, I, and then you wouldn't know it was good. Yeah, I understand yeah, exactly. what you're saying. Yeah, there's got to be bad for there to be good. There's got to be bad for. We to be just good. want the good to outweigh the bad, don't we? We do, yeah. But then what that happened? That means we're always aiming to be high, and it's like. Most of the magic is found by going through our roots and going into our darkness. When it was organised, was there any, um, like, certain grudge matches or, like, certain firms that you had, like, you knew, like, it's going off when we when we have it with them? For us, it was just always Man United. It was, that was, was it? our derby. United. We hated United, you know, and it was, it, it, we was in the same city and, you know. Who were the firms at the time, man? Who were the firms at the time? Like the full, the the firms, the the full one hooligans was that was was the names for certain firms and stuff like that. There's always yeah, there's there has been names. I mean, um, United was like you know there was known as the Men in Black. Um, cities had names like you know the Young Governors and and what have you. Um, 
Well, as far as we were concerned, we never went around and said we were young yeah, governors. Was you never associated with any any names type of thing? You were just people just tag you that name to you, you know. I, um, but if anything, it, we just say we, we sit her, and that, that's that's how we sort of like we you know we call each other we sit her. We didn't really brand ourselves as you know. I mean, no governors, but that was more like from the eighties. Do you know what I mean? There was there was a, a younger group that was that sort of like started coming through as we was older, called you know, and they was called a blazing squad. And that was sort of a piss take because, you know, when they first come on the scene, there's these young lads all dressed in this gear, you know, and about 10 of them come up and there was a band at the time called The Blazing Squad. Yeah. And one of the older lads said, said, who the fuck are these? Look like The Blazing Squad. <laughs> and just sort of, the name just stuck with him. And then they went by that name then. Um, so yeah, there they, is still names banded about and what have you, but, um, but just more like we, just, we were just there. Can you remember any specific days or times where you could tell me about like certain stories, aren't we? Like, it went off. Yeah, yeah, they've been loads of, like I say, they've been loads of, like, at the derbies, you know. Um, I remember, um, remember one game, I think United, it was the United-Chelsea challenging for the title. This was back in 2000, I think it might have been seven, might have, yeah, about 2007, I think it was. Um, and City was sort of, like, fighting relegation at the time. It was at the Etihad, and, um, it was going off straight after the game, all the way outside the outside the ground. Little fights breaking out all over the show. Police everywhere. You know, little battles all the way to the city centre. Then you know, we got the phone call to say, you know, everyone's in this such a boozer. We've all gone there, and United did end up round another another pub, which was pretty much round the corner. Um, the next thing is, I, I can't. We just heard a car screeching and break. Someone's got off and ran out, and then the car's just been blitzed. And the, a lad's come running up the road under this bridge and um, we've come out and as we've ran down where everyone's got the pots there's about 40, 50 of us and we've just turned this corner and the fucking road's just full about 150 of them all chilled up to fuck and we're just like fucking hell Shit. yeah and then the, the sky's just been you know pots are flying and everything's flying um, and we've just sort of like ran at each other but all I remember is this big cunt with an hammer just hit me bang full on with an hammer and it was sparkled. Um, by the time I come round, the fighting had gone on for I don't even know how long. Um, there was glass everywhere, the roads, you know, cars were fucking all parts up, arms, bibbing, screaming. And I remember walking up, I had, I had a check, short sleeve check shirt on at the time. And all that was left was one sleeve and my collar. And I just remember like fucking blood everywhere. I'm like, wow, what's going on here? And then as I've gone under, I realised like I'm... With all the United fans here walking up and, they, you know, there's stuff coming out of the pub. Honestly, God, it's like a fucking war zone. There's tables and there's glass. Every every window's been put in. There's, like, running battles. And and then it was like, we just realised again, as a City fan, so we got another bit of a kick in. By this time, I thought, you know, I had an hole in my mouth. He's actually an hole in my mouth there where it'd been it. And I thought, oh, my teeth had been knocked out. So I remember we were picking something up and it, we were fighting. And we thought, fucking, we're fighting for our life here. Yeah, it's serious. That that was serious. That I've never ever seen it that serious. That that was a bad one, yeah. I think like being able to make like split second decisions, and like you said before, I think a lot of I'm not saying this for everyone, but I think there are a lot of people who, like you said, they didn't have no other avenue in life, so it's so for whatever, like so they go to something like fighting, but I think fighting's more of like a thinking man's game than it is a physical man's game. Like anyone can become physical, do you know what I mean? But if you've not got a good brain for it then mm. you can't like sort of develop that you can a little bit but not to the extent where it's going to be like one of your strengths would you say that's your main strength your mentality 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'd say, like, like I said before, like, my ability to, like, think in the moment. Like, a lot of the time I do stuff in sparring, and, like, people say to me after it, like, oh, how did you do that? And it's like, no, it was just in the moment. It was just in the moment, like, making the decisions fast, you know what I mean, rather than, like, premeditating it, which I think some people do too much. Like, I'm sort of just on autopilot when I'm going. Do you think that's do you think that's years and years and years of repetition? Yeah, hundred percent. It's all, and then it's all it's about just repetition. Like seven nature. Yeah. Bang bang. Whoa! How did I do it's that? Like sensitivity, especially more so in grappling. Like you become like sensitive to seeing a moment like when a time is that you should do something. Seeing a moment on one of the deals. We'll speak about it a bit later, but um, like. It went to go to the ground and you ducked underneath and just like flipped them over and I was like, whoa, quick, quick, quick! Yeah, I don't know what the fight, know what was, fight but was. I'll pull it up. Yeah, I'll pull it up. So yeah, anyone who watches it can see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I know what you mean. You've got good reactions. It's all very, very split second. And thinking on on the spot, on your feet, bang, quick decisions. Yeah, decision making's key. I'd say my skill set as well is one of my strengths, but I think my skill set comes from. What was you speaking about? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being able to understand it, like being able to do it and being able to understand it, are like two completely different things. When I've watched you, Liam, like when I've watched your eye, right? Eels, you're a fucking animal, lad, by the way. Nice, <laughs> animal, lad. <laughs> <laughs> you look calm, yeah. really calm when you're in the, when, when you're in that octagon, you just look calm. Like, um, I seen your, um, you dropped that lad in the first round. I can't think of what his name was. Yeah. Um, Harry Shaw. Harry yeah. Shaw. Yeah. That was him. And like, in the moments leading up to that, that that shot, it's just like, you're looking at him. On, it was like me and you sitting here now. Yeah. You can see, you can see you're just looking at him, but you can't, you're not flustered. You just, you take, you take, you, it's like you're taking everything in. That was the but, best I've felt that. Like, yeah. You just look present, like you look cruising. Yeah. Presence. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's the word I was looking for. Presence. But calm. Yeah. How do you stay calm and controlled in such a crazy environment? What we were just speaking about is experience. I've experienced what it's like to not do that, and I've taught myself like, nah, that this is what I've got to do. And so yeah. I like, I always used to pretend like I was calm before the fight, like fake it till you make it. Now, yeah. now I, I've done it that many times. I am calm when I fight now. I, I'm, I'm relaxed and I am present. I'm there. Do you know if someone comes out, Liam, just absolutely erratic, right, and they're flying at you? Can you contain that? Keep yourself contained and just think, okay, yeah, roll with that, bang bang. Yeah, I, I like that. Because it's hard to not get pulled like into that. it, isn't it? Yeah, you know, like, and just start, yeah, start you just doing the madness yourself. Just get, get stuck in. Your holding my breath, can't see me cock out. Put my shoelaces on. Yeah, here we go. I thought, right, I'm gonna do something now that I need to fucking do for myself. So I was looking. I thought, right, I'm gonna do the coast to coast. You know, a big walk and Good that. Man. I thought, I thought uh, what's really challenging, like, so Wayne Wright's coast to coast, it goes from the east, it goes from the um, from the west, from St. B's, yeah. all the way to Robin Hood's Bay, right? And you can get people that go on the bike, they do the coast to coast because they've been on roads and all that. Yeah, if yeah. you do Wayne, Wright, Wayne Wright's coast to coast, it's off track. It's, it's off track. Yourself. It's off track and it's fucking... Whatever was wrong with his brain when it when he did it, where, where he, he saw, whenever he saw the ice mountain, I'm going to go over that. He could have took an easy route, but, but no. Wayne, 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 Wayne went that way. So <laughs> I was like, "Fucking hell!" 
<laughs> oh, yeah, big fat ass here. So moving, mate. Long story short, it was fucking hard work, mate. I was a, you know, show some videos or whatever. Some yeah, oh, well, I'll put them. I, I'm, I moaned Bash, like. You know what I love about this, yeah. this, 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 I moaned like fuck. Like I want in shape, mate. Yeah. I was always at the back. We made sure the front. I was like, fuck, I'm fucking sick of this. Here comes Savine again. So what happens now? It just pisses it down and makes her feet soggy. Load of shit. Right, Marty bastard. <laughs> These cunts hate me. All I do is moan every day. <laughs> That's what I love. Loads of people, you see them putting videos up on social media. Oh, oh yeah, we're on, we're, we're on the yeah. third day and we're absolutely loving it. Yeah. And here is you. I fucking hate this. Day eight. It's been walking constantly. Eight days. Fucking feet are killing me. It's dead nice round here, like. Just rains all the time. You have to put your jacket on and take your jacket off and put it on and put it off. My fucking my boots are blown out on me as well. So every time it rains, I just get my fucking boot raining my boots. My feet are squelchy all day, every day. There's no shops anywhere, so tomorrow I can get some new boots. And then I've got to break my boots in on a walk. So no doubt, I'll end up getting fucking blisters on my feet again. Can't win. This time a few years ago, I was on holiday. I, think I was drinking pina coladas. I was getting air to rub my head in a fucking cabana. <sighs> Do anything for that. No, I just want to go home. I'm fucking sick of it. It's just sick of it. It's just... You know, and the sheep and all, I'm sick to death of the sheep. The bear, bear. All they do is fucking piss me off. Just make noises of shitty existence in, in your shit field. And they eat their own shit and stink of piss. I'm sick of it. And then you get the other ones because they've got horns on them. They think they're Billy really Big Bollocks. They'll stand and square up to you, so you have to fucking fuck them off. It's <sighs> enough. Honestly, it's sad enough. I know some of you think it's funny and all that and blah, blah, blah and whatever, but I've just, I've just fucking had enough. I'm sick of it. But I've just got to keep going. Just keep going. See you in a bit. Oh, I was fucking can't and stand you know, it, mate. You know, this I, is fucking I, horrible. Yeah, and do you know who that shit accent? That shit accent what I've got. <laughs> and do you know what? And I do love animals, but the sheep piss me off.